0: Welcome into episode 68. Somehow we've we've gained some subs during this break. I'll say Ronnie has pulled us out of uh, vacation. We thought we were going to be on a little uh, yeah, two-weeker here where we could... Just a
1: little hiatus just yeah, to
0: refresh. Decompress as the team also decompresses. Uh, and then, you know, potentially the biggest news possible aside from... I mean, maybe this is even bigger than Tati leaving. Uh, just comes literally out of nowhere and Ronnie leaves the club
1: yeah um it's it's something that we were following all week and kind of hoping that we weren't gonna have to come and record an episode honestly yeah. like we were we were um you know not excited for any type of departure news to pull us out Mm-mm. from our recliners uh, figuratively we've been working it doesn't even <laughs> yeah no relaxing actually but um it just it's one of those things that kicks you in the teeth mm-hmm. it, it just no matter how you cut it it's not Ideal to lose your coach uh, halfway through the season. We mm-hmm. we talked about it briefly. That you know, a huge part of it and the reason it's happening to us is is because the MLS is set up the the season is set up to be in the off season of other leagues. So yeah. obviously somebody's not going to want their main manager to come in midway through a season. Yep. You know, but it it's it doesn't make it feel any less bad. I don't know. I think if
0: if everybody goes and takes a listen to like the David Lee and the Nick Cushing thing, looking past the fact that Ronnie is gone, you know, it, it, we could harp on it forever, but you know, we, we're, we're now in the post Ronnie era and who knows how many times Ronnie's gonna get brought up on this show in the future. But I think that, you know, in a, a club like NYCFC that is a part of a larger uh, body of CFG, um, bringing in, well not bringing in, cause he's, you know, he's been with us and, Largely with CFG, I think, for pushing almost 20 years. Um, yeah. Nick Cushing, I think the ship is just going to keep sailing. And that could be copium.
1: But th- the thing is, and, and I was thinking about it this morning because I was. You know, getting ready to go to work, and I was tuned in to... Isn't uh, it nice they saved it for Monday morning? I know, just to right? kick just your work to, week off the right uh, way. And, and <laughs> it's like, you're getting ready for work, and you don't even want to, <laughs> yeah. and, and you're hearing yeah. this news. Go back to bed. Um, but I was listening to a Spaces with, um, you know, a few MLS folks like uh, Matt Doyle and, mm-hmm. um, you know... Andrew Weeb. Yeah, probably. A yeah, a lot of dudes were in there talking about it, and um, I, it, my question was... If if I had even been given a chance to talk, I would have asked this honestly. Was does it hurt his overall legacy at NYCFC to have left midseason? I think it does. because ultimately you're looking at two like like duct tape two years, mm-hmm. uh, duct tape two years, um, one title had so much potential for so much more. Yeah, um, you kind of have to look at it, and you're like, you could have achieved so much more yet you chose you know either a lateral some might say a lateral or downward move mm-hmm. in terms of you know th- things that are going to get you eyeballs on on yourself yeah and
0: he i mean he would probably himself consider it an upward move i don't i think to him it was all about being just in europe, being in europe. It, it was simply that and it's it's like a crazy timeline for us because if anybody goes back and listens to our last episode we actually had uh, a longer episode than usual and we went on a little riff about Ronnie because it was maybe that day or the day right before we recorded that there was even rumors of it. And like, we almost completely dispelled it. We thought about how the last time something happened a month ago, Ian came out and said, you know, that's not the case, Um, that's not going on. So we thought it was a similar situation and we were like, to us, we I mean, we went on the mics and we said, build the Ronnie statue outside of the new stadium. Right. We, we threw out regular season win numbers versus Patrick Vieira and we're like, he's six away. He's gonna get that in the next two months and like now he will not manage another game for us. Yeah, and, and <laughs> so no, I, I don't. So I think where I'm going with that is to your point, I think it it does hurt his legacy a little bit because like, I don't think, like does he really get a statue now? I don't think so. He
1: definitely, it's like, um. it's like, other people who are very prominent in the club Mm -hmm. who now will not be most most likely because you know you did what you did here but you know certain things just take you out of consideration for like ultimate club history yeah you know you were the first manager to win here um all all respect for that but you know you looked at him crying after the championship and you're like okay we can do we, we may go on a run here where it's like a Man City type takeover of the mm-hmm. league where we go and win, you know, two, three chips in, in the span of five years. We, and then we could have
0: two trophies before the MLS playoffs right. between the Open Cup and the Camp, I mean, Campiones and exactly. kind of Mickey
1: Mouse. But not like, only that, the the form that the team is in, what mm-hmm. you've already built here, like you're, I just don't, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Personally, do you think
0: him. Like let's say this season he either repeats the MLS Cup or let's say he just wins like the Campiones and the Open Cup doesn't win the MLS. Is his value to another team that wants him as a manager does it go up at all from to. what it already is off winning and like an open not repeating basically. Does an Open Cup and a Campiones push the needle that much farther?
1: I think any any silverware in the second year, you know, that could even be one piece of silverware and mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it is. And prove it's in not a solid a... playoff push and, and with the team in the form that it is in, mm-hmm. anything like that would have I in my opinion, you're getting at least some art like a bargaining chip in in an argument somewhere. Yeah. Um, somewhere much bigger than than where you're going. Well it's proving I guess to to
0: to argue against myself is it's not you're proving it wasn't a one and done. It wasn't right. a one hit wonder type of deal, which, you know, not everybody can win one, but you know, to go well, on even and in the
1: MLS, like it's it's. I think they said it's happened three times ever. Yeah. So, and not only that, but to sustain that in the MLS has been super, super hard. But it's because of the way that the league's built, the schedule, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, but I, I genuinely thought after seeing Ronnie in the emotion and everything like that, like I said, that that's what we were gonna get from him. Yeah. Was like a three to four year dominant run. He, you know, he boosts up somebody f- for trophies. Yeah, he boosts up somebody like Mehdi or somebody else on his staff to then take over and continue. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: that, that's sort of what happened. It just happened, you know, way too soon. Yeah, prematurely. More, we obviously didn't want it to happen. Now, so
1: yeah. So I mean, looking forward. So Effrain's gone as well. Um, yeah, which is a huge hit to you know, a largely Spanish speaking team. Mm-hmm. I think it was Rob in the, the presser when David Lee asked, what
0: plans do you have to replace Efrain, who was essentially um, the bridge between, you know, all the Hispanic players that speak Spanish and Portuguese on our team, right. um, and the the coaching committee that we really yeah. have. Um, and just they said, in, right now we will use resources we have internally, but we're going to be looking internally so, so and S1 externally. So it's going to be working extra hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and and really, what his answer was, like at this current moment, there isn't a yeah. solution in place. Yeah.
1: It's gonna. one's going to be very busy, <laughs> and and Rob really should just put his uh Rob, application yeah. instead of his webcam. Rob could too. He could have just just put the application <laughs> up there, the resume, and uh, probably had a pretty good shot at it. But yeah. You know, going forward, even beyond the the language barrier, you have a new coach coming in who may have, you know, a different view, a different vision Mm -hmm. Um, to a team that was on a run, you know, as it was, you know, does he come in and just kind of say, hey, we're going to we're going to run that way for a while and slowly implement my own stuff? Yeah. Or, you know, is he going to just right away rip it up and be like, we're starting fresh and this is how we're going to play? Yeah. And. To be honest, I don't like the look of it either way. Yeah. Re- regardless of the of the team that we're playing, we're historically bad off breaks. We have a new manager. I just don't. I don't like know. in the in the short term, like yeah, the next like, couple like of games for the
0: Open Cup and for Colorado. And we have uh, Philly coming up. I think next is Colorado, and then uh, we have the Open Cup Derby, and then after that, I believe is Philly. And Philly to me is like at this stage. It's going to be the biggest game of the season. I I, I almost just said it's going to be more important than our derby against the Red Bulls, but I don't know. I, I feel like it's at that level, though, because of the, the hatred that has been uh, created between Philadelphia and New York um, based on the playoff game. I mean, I hope, you know, coming out of this that the players aren't too, uh, you know, aren't too moved by this. Um, I hope. Cushing, as far as I can tell, I mean, somebody tweeted it, but I'm totally an in Cushing we trust guy right now. I mean, we have to be. We we have to be, and, and I really says am. we
1: have to be. Copium, he, hopium, all that, every, says we have to be.
0: Disclaimer, everything I'm about to say is, is a large dose of copium, but he seems <laughs> uh, very tactically strong. He seems level-headed. Um, he's bald. He's bald, he's British, he's a Scousa um which and as i texted you earlier today uh justin is a man you fan um yes. so the the greatest trick that the devil has ever pulled <laughs> is uh training a scouser in the cfg system for 20 years and then making him uh his favorite team's manager correct yeah is uh is the greatest trick that ever, the devil has ever pulled <laughs> and
1: uh you know, the saddest part is I know I'm going to love him. That, and <laughs> yeah. that's really the hardest part. Just think, think of him like Patty Pimblett. Yeah, you know? you, I can. I love that man. That's what I'm saying. You, know, you can but, get behind him. You know, I just I hope for success. I hope that it's not, um, you know, just the new manager spark that we get. I hope it's sustained mm-hmm. um, to, to some point. And honestly, I, you know, maybe he goes on one day and he replaces Pep and he's that guy. Um, but as of right now, he's interim, and so yeah, I think you know that's I'm sorry to have brought the man you curse of interim manager <laughs> over, uh, but that's currently I've I've learned to live with it. Um, it's something that takes a lot out of your soul, though. Yeah, and from my experience, I and hope that this is you know the
0: opposite. To wrap it up, David Lee talked about the interim tag, and he said it, it was no, it's obviously no knock to Cushing, and that he is you know far and away. The front runner, it like it's his job to win and it's his job to lose essentially, um, but that, you know, to them it, as sudden as it was to the fans, you know, even us that had an ear on it when the rumor started, um, they said they only found out when uh, Liege uh, activated the release clause on Ronnie that was seven figures, so at least a million dollars, at least we got paid for letting him go, um, but the suddenness of that happening, he said at the end of last week. Today's Monday, so that means like three, four days ago on Thursday or Friday, they found out that was happening. So that to him, the interim tag felt necessary to right. deal with the suddenness because they wanna they wanna operate through a, a proper process to make sure they're not just like let's just plug a guy in right. uh, and we haven't protected ourselves in case things don't work out early. We have to look Mickey Mouse and right. fire another head coach, not an interim head right. coach or whatever. So. Um,
1: and, you know, not for nothing, potch available no, on the market. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, but no, I mean, I, I liked him until he got
0: uh, crazy um, when Spurs and City played in the Champs League
1: semifinals a couple years ago. Yeah. I he mean, I'll just, out. there's a lot of coaches that are Mickey Mouse on the responses and. You said it best at the start. It's a kick in the
0: teeth. Um, yeah.
1: It just activates those, you know, those abandonment uh, issues from Do- Dome. Mm-hmm and uh you know a lot of a lot of people were, were wishing for him back but i think something fresh is always better yeah um you know you don't want to bring in somebody who left you know with a sour taste in their mouth yeah uh you know reportedly allegedly allegedly pushed out I by somebody who is no longer there apparently
0: uh uh-huh.
1: um but it'll be interesting to see
0: where this goes i mean this is this is obviously going to be a very short one from us um we came off holiday for this one uh yeah. so figured I'd throw some britain slang yeah, in there with up,
1: the new scousa taking uh, up, taking up the reins the rings. blues um, you know <laughs> always the players and you know the club as a whole is always going to be at the top of, of our list mm-hmm. um, and so you know thank you ronnie genuinely mm-hmm. I, you know although i you know we did say it it does tarnish your overall reputation as a club genuinely and i think he would even say it himself you know I, I wish i didn't have to leave in these circumstances yeah um but genuinely brought us the happiest moments of our life the best span of four games you know mm-hmm. To moments we will never forget not yeah. just not just
0: the night you know here watching the cup final but uh when we went to the the atlanta playoff game we right. went to the Uh, Gillette playoff game at Gillette which everybody knows was you know
1: electric uh,
0: freezing beyond a a roller coaster of emotions um and and you know I think the whole NYCFC community probably echoes that it's like you know even if you you had to bail on us uh you never forget your first I think as they say
1: right and uh I just wish I just wish we could have won more things were different yeah wish we could have won more with you and um it seems like we're gonna have to get used to to the idea of separation now that we're kind of taking a step into you know being a proper feeder Mm -hmm. being a proper team that goes and wins things uh with young players on our team you know i think it's just something that me you and and the rest of the blues have to deal with i think going forward yeah it's going to be big separations in times where we don't want it to happen yeah um and so I guess you know, with that, we'll be back on a brighter note uh, after Sunday, Colorado, and uh, at Yankee Stadium. Let's go get a dub, despite you know a lot of things saying that we may not. Yeah, and then and then really uh, put the goals
0: on the Red Bulls. Yeah, we need we them. need
1: to we need a score line that shuts up the seven. Talk. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure
0: they. They've not won a game yet at their home stadium this year, so I'm not shaking going into that matchup. Um,
1: how many goals, wrong if you can, but you can't. How so. many goals is one MLS Cup worth? How 30, many goals? Yeah, like 13. I mean. Just to balance out the seven talk. I, I feel like it has already. I feel like it has too, but in their yeah. minds it's fresh. Yeah. I so mean, what, Maybe it's the last time they felt joy When you're
0: grasping for straws and there's only one straw to grasp at You're always going to pick up the same straw That was poetic Deep That was poetic So we'll catch you guys on the next one um, Like you said after this Sunday after Colorado um, And then probably after Red Bulls too Who knows we're right back into it after the break uh, We do have a lot of new people here um, If this is your first episode listening It's a great one to join in on a lot of emotions behind the episode um but i don't know share the episode follow us on twitter follow us on on tiktok wherever you
1: wherever you consume a podcast that's where you will find us uh preferably twitter that's where you're going to be able to get in contact with us Mm -hmm. Uh, if you ever want to ask a question you know if you want to propose a topic that we talk about um interact or just kinda of have a key into the NYCFC community. This is a great great spark uh great place to start. It is. And uh <laughs> this this coffee's whooping me. Three hundred milligram espresso is whooping me. Yeah, at uh at six thirty guys. Yeah. That's where he's at right now. <laughs> uh, I'm sweating. Um, <laughs> and yeah anywhere that's that's the best place to get into the nycfc community you're going to find a ton of great human beings inside of this community yeah. uh, that are not going to up and leave on you yeah so damn i we'll did s- slip the jab <laughs> in there uh it's because he hurt me yeah and with that we'll uh we'll see you guys next week see ya peace